0: Alright, everybody, It's Ryan Hayes, and uh, I'm here with uh, Dominic Mutaretto from Illinois. Uh, won the uh, U17 um, trials, world trials, 45 kilograms over the weekend in Las Vegas. Um, one of the uh, kids that's going out to uh, Rome, Italy to wrestle for a UWW World Championship. So, Dominic Mutaretto, you know, I've interviewed you a bunch of times, kind of give me just a little bit of time to do like a little like a whole kind of session podcast session with you so what's up man what's been going on
1: nothing much just got back from practice grinding trying to get ready for world championships
0: um so i want to know just a little bit about that tournament um you know i I interviewed you a little bit after after the match i know a lot of other people interviewed you but um where did you think you stood at going into that tournament
1: I always knew that I was a contender, even though I was under I was actually predicted to be eighth place. I knew going into the tournament that I had a good shot because I know that I could hang with them because I wrestle with the top kids all the time. I'm used to that level of competition and that level of pressure. I knew I could go out there and win, and that's what I did.
0: So you uh, went out there. Um, you had a, You just keep winning, like you. you <laughs> winning, like I. I don't know what, like. There are times like you where you would like not have like so much of a good tournament, right? Like you didn't win Super 32, but then you always just find a way to kind of get back on track and start winning again. And then you had the wrestle, uh, um, Hykon Peterson, um, in the finals. No Seaboard kids for freaking they're, they're raw, man. Um, yeah, how, how, like how, how t- that was a tough match, I mean, and especially that, uh, the uh, the. You, like it's, it was just a very very tough match. Think what was it like four to two? You won at the the last. I won
1: four zero and then three zero.
0: Three zero, yeah, something like that. It was really really close. I mean, I know he didn't score, but like it's, it was just tough. And yeah. uh, just tell me a, a, a about that match.
1: Well, he is very good defense. He didn't he didn't do many attacks. He did a little bit more attacks in the second match, but like especially in the first match, he was blocking a lot. He didn't. I could tell he didn't want to wrestle me, but like. He was pretty strong. He had good ties, but he just didn't really do many attacks. And when he did attack, I capitalized and scored every time. Like, whatever he took a shot, I scored. And even when he got in on my leg, I could outscramble him. Even in freestyle, I was able to get to my attacks off of his attacks, which I've been doing really good at. And him trying to stay low made it a little hard for me to get my underhooks, but they call him for passive, so it didn't make a difference. I still scored from that. And then he had to open up, and even when he opened up, I scored.
0: Now you you're you're a undersized. Uh talk to me a little bit, bit about that. Did it did it play on your uh, on your psyche a little bit?
1: No, I practiced with kids even bigger than the kids that I wrestled then a lot. Like I practice, I go to a high school room two days a week and I wrestle with 120, 130 pounders and then I go to toss them up and I wrestle with Aaron Stewart who's even bigger than them. I could handle wrestling up in size. I knew going to the tournament that it wasn't going to make much of a difference for me. It may make it a little bit tougher to score, but I'm just, I'm gritty. I like that. I don't care. I can still score.
0: Right. Um. So from like the uh, the, the, the Super 32 up to now, like what were some of the other tournaments in between that you were hitting?
1: Um. Well, I went to Tulsa Nationals. I went to, uh, I did some duels. I did a uh, VAC. Those were two big ones. I did Tulsa and VAC. And then I did, uh, I did a lot of training. Like, Greco, not a lot of Greco, but I would train, like, Greco once a month, trying to prepare for World Team Trials. I also did, um, the State Series, and then I did a few other tournaments off the top of my head, but, like, the two biggest ones were VAC and Tulsa Nationals. That's where I got payback a lot of my matches. That's where I picked it up. I also did middle school duels in the kickoff, and then I did Folkstyle Nationals in Reno, and I got the Trinity.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, and you have like some, uh, you know, heck of accomplishments. Um, when you when you go into a tough tournament, such as uh, the, the World Trials, um, what are some of the things that you just think about first? Like what what are the, the, the main things that you would prepare for going into tough tournaments?
1: I prepare to go into situations, even though, I don't want to be there because I want to be able to make it where it's not even going to be there. I want to be able to dominate the opponent. You always have to be prepared to get into those situations, even if you don't think you're going to get into them. Because not being prepared is how you you mess up. So I always prepare to be in those situations where you're tired, you don't want to wrestle. I always do that because the more you train that, the easier it gets. So the more you get into those matches, the easier it becomes. I always train for that, even though I don't want to be there in the matches. You always got to be prepared for it.
0: Right now, you you wrestled. Uh, you you did two tournaments, right? What was you did Greco, right?
1: Yeah, you, I did Greco.
0: And then did you do the uh, the one that was like you like, like the futures one Did you do that one too or the um, the, the and they're like one? They're in there like the one like the. Like, kind of middle schoolers do it, but it's it it for, like, Pan Ams or something. Uh, it's it's still well, – yeah.
1: This, this is also a qualifier – like, that's also the qualifier for Pan Ams, the one I went to this year. That's also the qualifier for Pan Ams.
0: Right. I thought there was, like, a middle school one. Like, I know you're middle school, but, like, uh, it's, like, features. Isn't that, isn't that what you – could did you wrestle in that one, too?
1: I, I could have done U15s also, but I didn't. Uh, i I could have double bracketed but I'd rather just get all the work in u17 I already got 11 matches I want to make sure that I wasn't get putting too many matches in I just want to make sure I had qual- all quality matches and not just overload myself with matches like that
0: Makes but sense. I could have done four. right i, I thought because i thought i thought you might have done but so it was Greco um well what do you like to, I mean how do you like Greco as a comparison to freestyle what what do you like better?
1: I like better that I don't have to – that people can't touch my legs because I don't, like, have to, like, go in so um so cautiously. I mean, I still have to be cautious. I have to keep my arms in, make sure I don't give up any bad positions. But, like, I don't have to, like, be worrying about a whole different aspect. But at the same time, one thing I like more about freestyle and folk style is there's a lot more combinations of offense you can get to. It's a lot faster-paced styles than Greco because Greco is a lot of hand fighting and a lot of just mental smartness, like – just thinking it's a lot of thinking while freestyle and folk style is a lot more strength and a lot more speed because Greco is a lot of like just seeing angles and just getting to like different kinds of offense. Like I love Greco, but it's just a lot different. It's a lot more of a slow style I'd say than freestyle and folk style.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. You, uh, so what's, What's going to be your preparation um, um, for the uh, world championships?
1: This is where I hit the sprint. I've been sprinting. It's time to keep it up. It's time to just keep going because I've got t- world championships in three months. I need to get as much in as I can before that time. I need to make sure I'm completely prepared mentally and physically for that tournament. And I know it's not going to be a walk in the park, but I think I, I know I can handle it.
0: Do you do you know anything about those kids over there internationally? Like, have you? Have you, ever been, have you ever been to a wrestle international competition before?
1: Not for many years. I did when I was, like, 11. But I was wrestling up in weight then, too. But, like, I know how to see who I'm going to wrestle, or at least some of them, because there's going to be a European Championships where I could see who I'll wrestle, but I won't get to see that cause, until, like, June, because that one is until mid-June, the European Championships. But I could see, like, the 45-kilo wrestlers there, or some of them, at least.
0: Right. Um, what what kind of wrestler do you consider yourself as?
1: I consider myself as a gritty wrestler. I like to put you in a positions you don't want to be into. I like to get to my attacks and I don't care about what you want to do. I'm just going to go do my stuff. I'm going to go get to what I want to do. Your moves be damned because I like to get to my attacks. I like to do a lot of underhooks. I like to go upper body. I like to put people in uncomfortable positions that they don't want to be in, so they don't want to wrestle me. I want to make them not want to be on the mat with me. I want them after the match to not want to come back on
0: the mat. So now you you uh, you you go out there. I know you you try to you try to push the pace. Um, and but but I want to know like even though you won the tournament, like what are some What are some wins and opportunities? Like, what do you think you did good at and what do you think you could have worked on even though you won the whole tournament?
1: Well, what I did good on is controlling positions. I did a very good job of getting to my underhooks, getting to my attacks and making myself into great positions. One thing I could have done better, I think, was get to more shots. I did a lot of upper body. I did some shots, but I think I could have done a few more, especially in the finals match. I got to my underhooks pretty quickly and I didn't really – drag out enough I didn't get a lot of other looks besides my underhooks and I could have done a few more head pinches I was a little timid with them not in grecos much but in freestyle like because I was a little nervous about them grabbing my legs so I just had to work on that a little bit but like that's there are just a few things like that I need to get a little bit better at need to fix up on
0: for sure like so in a tournament that you did that you uh don't do well at How do you rebound from a bad performance?
1: Watch back my losses. I watch back my losses, see what I could have improved on. Like, for example, when I lost in Greco, I had to watch it back, see what I did wrong. I just gave up a few bad moves. In uh, Greco, I got headlocked because I was wrestling um, a kid that was 17 years old, but still no excuse. The kid didn't even play, so I wrestled all the way back to third. I should have been able to beat him. Just got out of position twice, and I gave up two headlocks. Otherwise, I could have won the match. But I watched it back, just got to fix my mistakes. It's always improving.
0: So, talk to me a little bit about your growth um, and the uh, impact of the uh, Toss Em Up Wrestling Club.
1: Huge impact. They always push me. Like, even like when I'm in a tough state of mind or something like that, like I'm having a bad practice, they always make me pick it up. They always make sure I'm keeping good pace. They always they pay really good attention to their wrestlers. Those make sure everyone is doing the right thing. And if not, then we have to do push ups and stuff, which make you not want to mess up, obviously. It's just really good coaching, really good opportunity. And it's really good endurance, too. We do a lot of sprints, we do a lot of hard wrestling, we do a lot of hard drilling. It's just, it's really good. It's a really good club.
0: And, like, when you first took this walk into this sport, um, Did you see yourself getting to this level this quick?
1: Well, when I first got into the sport, I don't even know what I was thinking about. I was like five. But, like, when I first got, like, into the sport when I was, like, eight when I won state, I always wanted to be at this level. I always wanted to be. My goal was always to win the Olympics. And my goal is to get closer to that goal every day. And so far, I've been successful with that.
0: So you, you you sit you sit here as a uh, as a world team uh, qualifier, getting you know in, in position to represent your country and win a gold medal. Um, what what what's your you know what's your mindset like now? I mean, what like how does it feel? You know, what do you feel like? Any kind of pressures? Uh, uh, like where are you at mentally um, on getting getting ready to you know uh, capture this or, or try to You know, take
1: this journey. I'm thinking about getting as much in, taking in as much as I can, especially I'm very excited for the world team camps. I'm trying to learn as much as I can and just be completely ready to go out there. I'm like, I'm mentally prepared. I know I can win. I know I can win. I'm the number one in the U.S. And the U.S. is one of the best wrestling countries every year. I know I could go out there and win. I just need to make sure that I get to my attacks and I don't let anyone else take advantage of me. I need to make sure that I'm the controller of every single match I wrestle and I need to make sure that I get to my own stuff and I don't let other people um, contradict what I do.
0: Have you ever been to the Olympic training center? No. So like, and what do you, what do you expect to get out of those trainings? You know, being at, being at the training center where some of the, uh, where the best wrestlers in the country go and train at every year.
1: I hope I pick up a lot of good technique, a lot of little things. The little things are very important. I hope I get to pick up a lot of like little like. I remember I had I go to the Olympic Training Center. By the Olympic coach helped me out once. I had uh I was making a few mistakes on my lift, and it really helped me out when he helped me. And just getting to be around those people is really awesome. Especially James Green, that'll be really fun for him to coach me. And I just hope they could teach me a lot of stuff to help me get better.
0: And so you you. Be- yeah. Uh, what, so, what would be the what would be your high school in Illinois that you would go to and wrestle at?
1: If I stayed in Illinois, I'd probably go to Mount Carmel. My local high school is Barrington High School, but I'll I'm not really going there. I'm gonna. If I stay in Illinois, I'll be at Mount Carmel.
0: So I'm assuming. Uh, I mean, you don't really have to say, but I'm assuming you guys may be trying to uh, check out one of the prep schools around around the country.
1: Yeah, I might go to Lake Highland Prep. Or maybe Wyoming Seminary,
0: right? Um, yeah, I, I've uh, I, I, of course I know the coaches at both schools. They they seem like good people. You got uh, Palazzo down there at the prep, and you got uh, Wyoming's the coach uh, Cornell Robinson, uh, who's actually going to be uh, your your world team coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. How do you like how do you like that man?
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Get some experience with him being my coach. See how it goes.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, of course, wine with a great school. I mean, it, I feel like they just came off of their best season ever. I could be, if it's not their best season, it's probably like one of their like top, you know, in the top four or five. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that, both would be like good schools, good schools for you. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming like you, you, you excel academically. I can tell by the way you talked that you, you're a pretty smart kid. But um, what are you? So you want to be an Olympic gold medalist. Um so college wise like an, obviously you want to wrestle in college like what do you what do you want to get out of wrestling in college?
1: I want to get a lot of experience. I want to get I want to get a lot of tough matches. I want to be able to wrestle a lot of guys that can push me, especially in the wrestling rooms, not just in the matches, in the wrestling rooms especially. If I can be at a college where I get to wrestle the top guys in the country, this goes for high school too, where I get to wrestle the top guys in the country every single day and just grinding, I can get that much better every day. That's the goal because that makes a big difference in the long run if you do that every single day.
0: So we've talked a lot about wrestling. Um, What do you do outside of wrestling, like just, like just to be a kid?
1: Hang out with my friends. I mean, on my phone a lot. I hang out with my friends a lot of t- times. I hang out with my friends after school. Sometimes I go to, um. I go to, um, what do you call it? I go to my friend's house over the weekends a lot when I don't have wrestling. Just kind of depends. When you, the-
0: don't, when you don't have wrestling, like when, when do you ever have a weekend where you don't have wrestling? Because it's like you wrestle every weekend, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I go to a lot of my friends' houses when I don't have wrestling. I have. I think I have wrestling. I don't have wrestling for the next two weeks. I'm going to go to my friend's house this weekend.
0: Right. And what are some things you do? Like, you, you you pick up any hobbies?
1: Yeah, I mean, I play games on my phone. I don't have PlayStation or anything like that. I don't know. I just never got around to it. But, like, I'll okay. play at my friend's house.
0: Like, you, hold no, you're a kid and you don't have a PlayStation. Wow. <laughs>
1: Is
0: that... Is that just, you don't know, get into, like, video games like that? Or just, I mean, what kid literally, like, doesn't have a PlayStation or any kind of those major gaming consoles? That's that's wild to me. Um, but you just play games on your phone, right?
1: Yeah, and I watch YouTube a lot.
0: Yeah, so how do you... At the rate that you're going, you're going to be probably one of those kids that they talk about like uh, like a Mason Gibson or a Bo Bassett. How are you going to be able to handle the pressures of these major wrestling media outlets kind of pushing you and hyping you up um, at, at these tournaments? And, you know, do you, are you going to be kind of – will it affect you mentally because everybody's putting all this pressure on you to win or they have you placing, hot, placing in this tournament or beating that guy? Like how do you think you're going to be able to take all that?
1: I'll be able to take it fine because I don't think about this stuff. What I think about when I wrestle is I think about what I'm going to do. I don't think about what other people think about what I'm going to do. I think about what I'm going to go out there and do. I think about my offense. I go, I I watch film. I say, this is what I'm going to do. And I get to my offense. And even like when people say like, like I always hear people talk about like, what if I lose all that stuff? instead of saying how how bad it would be if you lose how about how awesome it'd be if you won like that's how what i think about like people always say how scary it is to lose how about how awesome it is when you win the tournament like that's the better thing to think about think about that before your match and i'll hype you up instead of getting you stressed out that's what i do do
0: you do you do you think it's kind of uh like because when you start like seeing your name like uh tagged on whatever Instagram or every outlet that you on and that you're on and somebody says, okay, I've got Muneretto losing to this guy, um, and then you have another media outlet who are they're doing projections. They may have you losing to a guy like what would, what's going to be your mindset like if you if you see somebody that's kind of already have you have you doing gonna have you finishing negatively in a tournament like how do you think that will affect you?
1: Doesn't affect me at all. I just prove them wrong. It happened to me this weekend, actually. I was predicted to take eighth place, and I took first place. I mean, it doesn't affect me. It just actually, it actually makes me even more motivated. It makes me more excited to go out there. Cause every second that I'm not wrestling, I'm just thinking about it, and it makes me want to wrestle. It makes me it doesn't stress me out at all. It actually does the opposite for me. It makes me just even more excited to wrestle. Cause I just want to prove everyone wrong, like. If you think I'm gonna lose, you could think you could have your own opinion, but I'll go out there and my skills will speak for themselves.
0: Yeah, and how did you how did you enjoy Vegas? I mean, I know it wasn't really much for kids to do. I mean, if you try to like take a dollar and sneaking into one of the gambling machines <laughs> and try to play something. I mean, what what did you do? How did you like it?
1: It was a lot of fun. We went to a lot of nice restaurants, hung out with some of my friends like Seth Mendoza, had a great time. Walked around a lot, went outside a little bit. We had a lot of fun.
0: You know, it's funny, like, some of the kids that – you think, I guess you got to be, like, 18 to gamble, right? Some of the wrestlers were gambling because it wasn't like people were really kind of going around, uh, like, making sure that kids were of age. Because, like, the way you do it, anybody could put, like, a dollar in a slot machine, win some money, and put the ticket into this ATM and it automatically pop your money out without even, you know, verifying your age. <laughs> I like, obviously I wouldn't think you'd have done something like that, but it, yeah, it was funny though. Cause like a lot of kids were doing it and it's like, well, you know, um, that, so you, the, the Vegas, the Vegas lights, I mean, is that your first time in Vegas?
1: Yes, it is. I want to, I've been to Reno before, but that's my first time in Vegas. This strip was also awesome. We went to see the strip. It was a little crazy, but it was fun at night. We went to see, see Dallas, the Venetian.
0: Right. Um, you know, because obviously, like, of course, Vegas is like the uh, the fight capital of the world, so like, when you get there, it's like, oh, there's the MGM Grand, this is where this major fight was, or there's the T Mobile Arena, that's where the UFC stuff is. I mean, so I guess it was kind of good. So, I want to ask you, tell me about the impact, uh uh of your dad bob it seems like he's always like making sure that you're at your best and making sure you get to these tournaments so tell me a little bit about your dad's impact on you as a as a coach um and as and and as just being a dad
1: huge impact great dad great coach always make sure i'm doing the right things always make sure i'm on point always tells me he's honest with me he always tells me if he thinks i'm slacking or anything he always makes sure i'm always staying on track he always He's always telling me what I'm doing wrong, making sure I don't have any chinks in my armor. He's always making sure that I'm at my best. Always, He's taking me to all these tournaments because I earn them. He makes sure that. He doesn't just give me anything. He makes sure that I work for everything I do. And it builds character, and I'm actually very happy about it. And I couldn't be here without him. I mean, he's my biggest coach, biggest supporter, biggest fan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you most definitely wouldn't be here without him. That—that's for daggone sure. Um, But um, yeah, like if if you wasn't like wrestling, like let's say you just what like what would you be doing if you didn't wrestle? Like, what do you feel like you you would do?
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. This is my sport. I don't do any other sports. I I would have to trace that back very far. No idea. I have no idea what I'd do without wrestling. Probably focus on academics more if I can wrestle. I mean, I'm straight A's, but, like, I'd try and make sure, like, I'd focus a lot more on it, though.
0: Yeah. So, like, when when you say, like, we were talking about earlier, you hang out with friends. Like, do you do any other things, like, for, for like, hobbies that, you know, like, what is something that you do that if you told that somebody would be surprised you didn't?
1: I don't know. I have a mini hoop at my house and I play basketball. That's like, that's like pretty much.
0: I bet you're probably terrible at basketball. Most wrestlers are.
1: I mean, I, I'm not terrible. I just foul a lot because I don't know the actual rules and I always apparently
0: foul people
1: because I just like, I just charge a lot, I guess.
0: Yeah. You know, I I tend to ask this question a lot. Um, If you, if you could like have dinner, with three people living or dead who would it be and why
1: I don't know that's tough I mean I really don't know I, I have to think about that I I'd, think uh I'd probably so have dinner with Michael Jordan
0: and so why Michael Jordan? Is it because he's from that area or played basketball in that area? Why, why Michael Jordan?
1: Because he's from Chicago. I like I like that he's a very good competitor. I like how he talks. He always seems to be a very competitive person, and I, that kind of reminds me of me a, bit, a little bit. And I think I get along with him pretty well. Then also Muhammad Ali because, I mean, same boat with him. I just think he's really – competitor and he's really cool. And then also like I don't know. I'm not sure about the third one. I just think about the third one still.
0: You know, it, it's funny because like you didn't mention like any wrestlers. Like not not that that's a, a, a bad thing. I just I just always I, I just knew you would say like yeah, Jordan Barrows, David Tate somebody. Um it, I, I asked that question. It was funny because um, one of my uh, first um, corporate jobs I ever got in an interview. That was the first question that the uh, that the hiring manager like led off with. It's like, hey, I'm, my name's such and such. Here, here's the first question. If you could have dinner with three people, who would it be and why? And this is gonna sound crazy, but I said uh, Fidel Castro, Saddam Hussein, and Osama bin Laden. And they, and they looked at me like, what? It's <laughs> like you know. I want to know it's, it's because I wanted to know why they, why they hate people so much that they are willing to do the things that they, to, to torture people and, and do the things that they do to people. Like, uh, you know, I just want to sit down and have dinner with them and figure out if there's a way that I could change their way of thinking to where they, they wouldn't be so like cold hearted. wouldn't be so um, um, malevolent, you know? So I just, I just, that's what I said. I mean, I, I got the job, but it's like, i <laughs> that's
1: what i said. so but um the main I mean, reason yeah. wrestlers i've met most of them already honestly that's the main reason i insane wrestlers i've already met david taylor, jordan burrows, i've already met uh what uh Kyle Dake, Isaiah Martinez. i've already met most of those guys. i i was just thinking of new people.
0: right. um who was who's been like who's a wrestler that you feel like your style fits the most?
1: Kyle Dake. Probably Kyle Dake if i I could say. Yeah, probably Kyle Dick. Uh
0: what 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 about what about his and your style that kind of uh that kind of mesh?
1: He's very good at controlling ties and he also has great shot defense. And it just kinda reminds me of myself, like in my finals match, I gave my leg twice, didn't give up any points. He I've seen him like especially against J B. Like J B will get to his leg and he'll just completely just roll him over the top and the world team trials actually last year, Olympic trials.
0: And then, you know, with you being as young as you are, you put a lot of, uh, a lot of demand on your body. Like what, what are some of the things that you do, um, recovery wise to be able to be at your, your best the next day? Like, um, what are some of the stuff you do for recovery?
1: Um, I lay down, I nap sometimes and I just like, I'll, I have a massage gun. I'll, like, massage myself if I'm sore. Shake out my muscles. I stretch a lot. trying to make sure my muscles are good.
0: Right. You, uh... I actually... Um, you, you ever heard of cryotherapy?
1: I have not. Well, it sounds familiar, but I'm not sure what it is.
0: It's where they put, like, your your body. like Not like... It, it's like, uh it's where they make you, they kill your body, like negative, I don't know how many degrees, but you, you're in there for literally like three or four minutes. And it's equivalent to like a, uh, like a 15 minute ice bath. Um, I used to, um, there are a couple of wrestlers. Uh, um, I know Joe Seeley was one over one of them over the summer. And I would take him to go get, you know, cryotherapy because he was always hurting. There's always inflammation going on in his body, but I would recommend that dude. It's uh it's just called. Cry- I'm pretty sure that where you live, it there's a place with like a cryo chamber, um, or where you can just kind of go. It's like your your head sticks out, but everything else like in, is kind of like you're in like shorts and and like uh, um, bedroom slippers because you don't because you don't want to get like the extremities like fingers and stuff like that. They could be like frostbitten, so like those things are are covered up with like gloves and in, in, in your feet. So. Everything else is kind of being chilled up and it's literally taking the inflammation out of your body, which is the reason, you know, why, you know, why people hurt a lot. So that's just something uh, that would probably be cool to do. What do you like? What do you eat like like healthy food wise?
1: I eat a lot of fruit. I like fruit a lot. I like apples, oranges, uh, pineapple. Sometimes all smoothies. I like fruit.
0: A lot. I mean like like but what's like your favorite like meat like it, like do you like steak, do you like what what do you
1: salmon? I like, I like steak a lot. I like I love steak.
0: So like after after a big tournament like this one, what would be and you know you and you well I don't think you have to cut much weight for that one, but yeah. what's your what's your go food what's your go to food after a tournament and after having to make weight and you know you're done with the whole tournament?
1: Well, for This one, we did a little bit of a celebration dinner, but usually, like, I'm not sure, sometimes we'll go to, like, a sit-down place, like, sometimes I'll get Italian, I'll get pasta, or maybe we'll get steak. But this time, we went to, like, Yellowtail, because Mm I, and that was really awesome, like, maybe the best meal I've ever had. It was actually, it's very interesting. It's, like, not stuff that sounds, it sounds crazy, the stuff that we had. We had a a tuna pizza. Tuna what? Tuna pizza.
0: No, I mean, Brad, that that sounded about nasty, man.
1: It's good. It's really good. It was at a very high-end restaurant. It's super good. And then we had another one that I guarantee you'll think is nasty. It's sushi with Pop Rocks in it.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no bueno, bro. <laughs> I mean, like, so... first of all, I don't even like eating, eating, uh, eating The sushi, restaurant bro.
1: sells out of it all the time, they said. It is right. so good. You have to have an open mind to
0: try it. Trust me, it's really good. I, you, you know what, I, I, just, I just might just because you said something about it. So, you know, thinking about it, I think you, uh, I think you said in the interview after, uh, after trials. You, of course, obviously, you're, you're, uh, you, you're Italian. I mean, so what are you going over to Rome like? What are you like looking at as far as like food? Are you like looking forward to eating like true Italian food? I was asked that. Yeah. That's ask, ask for us the same thing.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting some pizza, some spaghetti, maybe gnocchi.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're like, over there, you're going to be Dominic Mutoretto.
1: <laughs> Mutoretto.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, there you go. Everybody it, like it. I just pronounce it like the way we just would in America, which is Mutoretto. But, like, yeah, your name is, like, straight up Italian as can be. Um, I don't know. I mean... I I think I, every like that's the whole thing. Like if you know if I if if I was to ever go over there, that's what I do is figure out. Like I want to eat like true Italian food. Like you know everybody goes to like your your uh, Olive Garden and things like that. But I mean, you want to get like the the true Italian food. Yeah, um, for sure. It, what's uh what what's your go to dessert? Um, I don't
1: know. I really like ice cream. I really like ice cream. You, I you like.
0: It's not like Jack's Forest now, but all right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I like, uh, I don't know. I like a lot. I like a lot of ice cream, the cookies and cream. I like, sometimes I like mint. I like, uh, I don't know. Those are like my two go-tos. I like strawberry, too.
0: You know, my, uh, my, my biggest problem was, like, in, like, back during the fall, I started to have, like, this major cold stone, um, addiction and it's I think that uh, uh, it's just a natural change so I'm sure they have one up near you but um it's just like uh it's just an ice cream place and I used to get like the biggest like birthday cake remix milkshake and I would find myself having one or two of those a week and then I got to thinking that th- this can't be good but yeah birthday cake yeah I mean I was just like what in the world what like it's like what am I doing with my life and because <laughs> They're just that good. And I was like, I got to, like, here I am. I'm, like, freaking 39 years old, man. And I'm, like, freaking kid eating ice cream, like, twice a week. And so I kind of had to stop that. I um, had to kind of put the brakes. And not not to mention, I mean, that then things are, like, six bucks a pop. And I'm like, man, I could, you know, $12. I mean, I could put a, well, I would say I could put a couple a couple, uh g- couple gallons of gas in a gas tank, but I, I don't think that's even happening with the way these prices are going up. But okay. you don't have, to, you don't have to worry about that because you don't pay for gas, right?
1: Yeah, I hear my dad complaining about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it sucks, man. It, it, it sucks. Well, you'll probably really, really see like when you get out there in the in the, in the real world, and you're probably like working at uh, working at nine to five, and and you know you're making money, and then you get a check, and then you realize that the federal government's taking half, you know, half of your money, then you got to pay bills and pay for gas. And then, you will know, you'll actually probably uh a, a appreciate, you know, your, your dad a lot more when you realize those struggles too, man. Like, you know, I mean, do like, and then the bills and then having to put wrestling on top of it. But, um, what's, uh, what's it, what, what are some advice you could get to the kid that you can give the kids that are younger than you that just kind of, have a vision and a goal with being in the situation that you're in now.
1: Never doubt yourself. Doubt is how people lose. If you doubt yourself, the mind, what the mind believes the body can achieve. If you believe you can do something, you can do it. If you don't believe you can do it, you cannot do it. It's all about mentality, it's all about believing you can go out there, and it's all about being willing to put in the work. Everyone says they'll put in the work. It's about the people that will put in the work, and the people that are willing to give that extra, that extra little bit when it's really hard. That's what you need to be able to do. You need to be able to be comfortable in uncomfortable positions, because that's how people get to the, get to that top of the podium.
0: And then you know, and I don't know if I know it's you're you're uh, you're young now, but I feel like it's going to venture into like kids your age. Uh, you you ever think of anything about the whole NIL stuff about you know you ever have you ever been kind of approached with somebody saying hey like you know we we want to try to well, normally just sponsor or 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 try to say hey you know we'll give you a little bit of money I know it's something your dad' will take care of but you ever had any kind of n i l approaches at your age
1: well yeah i do actually i am sponsored by tri titans uh, you,
0: you, you know Dominic, this would have, this would be a good time to plug that so tell us a little bit about it.
1: Okay, so I'm probably going to make I might make shirts for to donate money for the worlds to raise money and uh they just like sponsor me. They give me free gear and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. You can look at Titans.com.
0: You know what? Um if you if you have a shirt to raise money for uh trials, I'll buy one, you know. I mean, look, look dude, I do appreciate you uh rocking the uh, crank mat drip for me, dude. Like I, I I, yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, um, what's the best advice that someone's ever given you?
1: Well, actually, it's kind of the advice I just gave. Whether you say you can or you can't, you're right. Because if you 'cause I used to like when I was younger, like when I was nine years old or something, I'd be wrestling kids. Obviously not at the same level I'm wrestling now, but back then they were like really good to me. And I was like I'm going to try and make it close or something like that. But, like, why would you do that instead of just wanting to go out there and try and win? Who cares? If if you think you're going to lose anyways, you might as well just try and win. And that's the mindset that stuck with me. Always try and win. Always try and score points. Think about it. Don't think about who they are. Think about who you are. Think about what you're going to go do, not what they're going to go do. Because the moment that you start overestimating them and giving them too much credit – and thinking that you can't hang with them that's the minute it becomes true for sure if you think you could hang with them if you know you could hang with them then you could hang with them because then you obviously you to put in the work too but if you're putting in the work then it'll it'll work out
0: right you know it, it's uh <laughs> it's crazy like when you know sport like you're a crazy person to interview like on the spot like after a match i don't know how you come up with some of the stuff that you say um you know i i don't I, you you seem like you're kind of very very media polished uh like have you like taken some sort of like class or something or is it this like is all i that,
1: it's all off the top of my head
0: yeah well your dad said it's because of all that talking back you'd be doing <laughs> Yeah. All right let's not i was i was your age you know i was your age and sometimes you just, like, you, just you gotta say something back you know and you know it, it 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 might be part of that man that's just part of being a you got I don't recommend it but sometimes you feel like you want to talk back sometimes and you know but no man hey I really do appreciate your time I know you're uh it's uh I, I reckon it's like 9:45 your time so I know you got to get up and go to school in the morning um and you, you know you always look forward to going to school right yeah yeah no you don't really you like school
1: Eh, I mean, I'm good at it. That's the most important thing. I don't enjoy it, but if I get good grades and I can keep it up through college, that's what's important, it,
0: which brings you to another question. I know you make good grades, but is it hard to make those grades when you're traveling all the time for wrestling and maybe having to miss that Friday to travel for to get to get to a a a saturday tournament like how how is that for you?
1: Well, the rule in my house is if my grades are bad, i don't get I don't get to go to those national tournaments, so I find ways to do it. I find I always find a way like even if I I have to make up a lot of work a lot of times, but I manage it to get it done. And I also do very good on all my summative projects. Summative, I don't know if this is how it is in Pennsylvania, but in Illinois, formative and summative. Formative is like homework and all that stuff. And then summative is like the big projects. And I'm like, I think I in every single class in summative, which is the most important thing, because summative is 90 percent of your grade.
0: Um. What the heck is a summative?
1: Summative is like a presentation or a test. And then formative is like homework or just a normal assignment.
0: Wow. Okay. Show you how much I know. I mean, did I did I, did I miss that part of class? Actually, I know you said PA, but because I know a lot of PA kids, I actually live in North Carolina.
1: Um, oh, I forgot.
0: Yeah. I just, I, yeah. I well, well, you know, I know like a lot of those kids. up there. I live in North Carolina um you ever heard of wake forest university yeah they're
1: i think not, so i know I, i've heard of wake forest before i'm sure yeah they
0: don't have like a wrestling team but like they have they have like a good basketball team like every now and again but that's kind of like the area that i'm that i'm from like not you know, there's like a wake forest north carolina which is like in raleigh which is the state capital but then there's like a wake forest university which is in winston-salem so but yeah like down here in north carolina like we we're we're trying to kind of elevate the level but every time we get get wrestlers they kind of dip on us, you know, but it is what it is. I mean, I think sometimes it's just a lack of partners in this state, but hey, uh, uh it's thanks for uh giving me your time, man. Uh you know, good luck with your training and preparation for the uh, World Championships and you know, I know you'll go uh, go across seas and do work and represent your country well.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, man. We'll see you.
1: Yeah. All right, bye-bye.